The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back, everybody, to the first post-Julie Donaldson edition of the Federal Football Report. What a great show that was, Kevin. We'll talk a little bit about that later. If you hadn't heard the interview with Julie Donaldson, go back to the previous episode, listen to that. Then come back to this episode and listen to this. I'm Claude Jennings. He's Kevin Stanfield. At the time that we're recording, it's June 10th. Football season right around the corner. Mini camp going on. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about the vaccine. Sweat or no sweat? That right. is a, is what we call a tease. I'm going to talk about Montez Sweat. We'll get that <laughs> out the way as well. Uh, but we also have like a like a cell phone update because Kevin had to get a new cell phone. I had to get a new cell phone. Things are supposed to be easier now because of technology, but it's not always the case. And we'll share those stories coming up. But let's see. So, so Kevin, first of all, um, let's jump in and talk a little bit about minicamp. Uh, 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 one of the big stories uh, coming out, everybody was just, oh, they were falling in love with Matthew Fitzpatrick. And, oh, he's a serious guy. And, oh, he's got Ryan, swag. Ryan, you called him, Ryan. You called him Matthew. Matthew. That's the golfer. Sorry. Matthew Fitzpatrick is the golfer. <laughs> we is. love him, too. We love yeah, him, Ryan, too. Right? Yeah, Ryan right. Fitzpatrick. Oh, he's he's got so much swag. I hate when they use this word. So much swagger. And he's so confident. And he's, well, yeah, he's been in the league for how long? He should be confident. It's not as if this is the first time he's been to a mini, a mini camp. And, yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. a charismatic dude. So now everybody's falling in love with, with um, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And and, uh, and so that's the whole big thing. And then the, obviously, obviously the cicada flying into his beard during, during camp or one of the practices, that was a huge mm-hmm. thing. What do, you, what do you think right now coming right out of minicamp? Well, the first thing is I wasn't exactly sure if the cicada was flying into his beard or flying out of his beard, you know. <laughs> we were wondering where these things have been for the past 17 years. Maybe right? in his and, beard, right? and, and I think I found, you know, where they were coming from, right? So, he, you know, he seemed to... <laughs> Taking his try if you knew about it, but but yeah, you know, minicamp is what it is, right? You, you you're reporting on guys, you know, just playing touch football without really even touching mm-hmm. each other, right? There was right. a little uh, mini non-controversy on the first days of OTAs, which uh, when they uh, came up with them were optional training activities because the league and, and the union have agreed you can only have contact and have training for X number of days. So any other days you have. They add so many days that are optional that the players are not contractually bound to be there. Hence mm-hmm. the word optional. That's the, what it means. Right. The, the PR department of the league in the past few years have spread it through their, their um, chosen media outlets that the O stood for organized. Mm. Right. Because it was the thing that they wanted, you know, it's, it's, it's the ownership, the fans and the players. And when, when in terms of money and contract, the ownership has, has a machine in place. So the fans decide with the owners rather than the players. That's that's right. just the way it is. Right. You know, mm-hmm. players aren't hip enough to do that yet. You know, they, <laughs> it, that's all. But turns out that Chase Young uh, was going to be on Family Feud. So mm-hmm. they were taping the episode of Family Feud the same day as the OTA, the optional TA, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, there was whispers among uh, our brethren in the media. Chase Young isn't here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. This oh, means no. bad things for the team. But, 
But then again, the fan base, uh, as smart as they are, realize, hey, we need Chase Young, and we're not going to make him mad. <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. So, so it came. So the word optional came back out. So I'm very, very happy about that. And and so far, it's turned out to be a, a competitive thing. Uh, no injuries, no like fluke injuries. Like we've had a couple of uh, ACLs out in San Francisco. Guys are gone for the season on the first day of non-contact mm-hmm. drills. So mm-hmm. that's that's the main thing. People are coming out of it healthy. Uh, there was a you know a couple of controversial statements made by a couple a couple of the players. I'll let you take it <laughs> take it from there because I got I got strong very strong opinions on that. Okay, well let's get to your very strong opinions. And we're talking about Montez Sweat uh, saying that he hasn't had the vaccine. You know, I didn't really get COVID. I'm not really sweating it right now. Oh, no pun intended. But no, you know, no, it's no. not not really a big deal for him right now. And then oh my goodness, people were just like, oh no. Oh, my goodness, this can't be, you know. And so, Kevin, what are your thoughts on this with Montez saying I'm not going to get the vaccine? Or at least has no plans on getting it. Well, he said he wanted to get some more information, too. And let me add, by the the way, the the team, I don't think it was because of what Montez said. They brought in a vaccine expert to talk to the players (laughs) in case there were questions they had to ask, you know, which, you know, kudos Mm -hmm. to the team. But, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at it like, in, in the words of Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes, if you don't know by now, <laughs> you, <laughs> you will you you never, 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 never know. <laughs> right, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I guess um, I would encourage Montez to take the vaccine, as I encourage everybody I know and don't know to take the vaccine. <laughs> but, but the way he said it was, was just so him giving his opinion, right? You know, right. and they asked him the question, he answered it, and then there's an uproar. If you don't want to know the answer, don't ask the guy the question. <laughs> Well, see, and that's the thing. It's like we want honesty from players. If they can just be honest, we don't want canned answers. Tell us what you think. And then when they do it, you blast them for what they think. I mean, we yeah. don't. Uh, but, you know, other yeah. media outlets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Like, what do you like? What do you think is going to happen if you if every single time someone says something, you take it out of context or you blow it out of proportion? When all you're doing is asking their opinion, they're going to stop giving you answers. Someone's what's going to happen next is, hey, uh, Montez, have you gotten the vaccine yet? He's going to say, well, we played really, really hard, and we're going to keep trying to get better, and, you know, we're going to take it one day at a time. Okay, well, Montez, <laughs> did you get the vaccine? Man, we just got to get out there every day and give it all we've got. Right now in the summer is when you train for greatness uh, in the playoffs. And he's not going to answer the question. He's going to give you canned <laughs> cliches. So he, he, he answered the question. What's the problem? I mean, and, and, and by the way, you're, you're a guy who encourages people to get the vaccine. I'm a guy who encourages people to get the vaccine. I got my two shots. I'm good. My wife got her two shots. I mean, you got your shots. We are vaccine people. And I think he should get it. But if he said he doesn't, he doesn't want to, then I mean, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Hey, I, I don't know. You know what's going to end up happening is people are just going to start lying. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I'm cool. <laughs> you know, and because it's not like, uh, it's not like I'm sure you've seen this viral video with, with a woman um, at the, uh, I guess it was a, a county or city council meeting saying that, she was an expert and she's proven that people who take vaccine become magnetized. And right. yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's people like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So, you know, who knows? People will start lying. You know, like, like I said, he's entitled to his opinion. I would like to uh, have a chance to talk to him and just express, uh, you know, my opinion to him. And like I said, I, I got vac- vaccinated. Another thing uh, we haven't had a chance to, to talk about it since we talked is I had a, an opportunity to be part of a uh, MSNBC town hall about people who are reluctant to take the vaccine. And I had the privilege of being uh, seated right behind Dr. Fauci, right? I, no, <laughs> when was this? This was about, it was between 
between here and Julia Donaldson, but <laughs> somewhere between the last yeah, somewhere show in between. I've, yeah, I've been busy, right? You know, and I also had the opportunity to meet Dr. Kizzy Corbett, a young yes. lady, a young young black lady from uh-huh. uh, Hillsborough, North Carolina, who actually developed the Moderna vaccine. Right. So, wow. yeah. And, and, she, and they're going on a, a tour. Is, uh, the vaccine is too, a cool tour. And I, and I got to be a part of it. I'll send you a couple of pictures. Right. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm not making any promises, uh, for, uh, Federal Football Report listeners, but there's an attempt being made to get Dr. Kizzy Corbett on the show with us. So she's she going to. Yes. So, you know, I'm not going to make any promises, but, you know, we are the same deal as the Bridget Julie Donaldson. So exactly. Um, <laughs> so we can make so, things like this happen. If, if yeah, we're trying to yeah, make yeah. it happen. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Nice, nice, nice. So from uh, this show to hanging out with Dr. Fauci and all these famous people who's, you know, trying to help us get through this uh, uh, vaccine, you also had an issue uh, getting a new phone. Um, uh, uh, Let's talk a little bit about this whole phone situation, because it was and I think it's I mean, I think you're past it, but it's kind of still is it still going on? No, no. Well, just 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 the residuals. Well, let me tell you this, America. You know, people that they they pipe, they hack the uh, oil pipeline, they they hack the meat processing uh, plant. <laughs> Both of those were easier than it was for me to reset the password, my Apple password. Both of those, <laughs> right? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Okay, I'm trying to encapsulate this. Had my phone for for five six years. Have had subsequent phones uh, that my daughter has given me. As they, you know, they they for a while they would get the latest and greatest, and I would get the iPhone one and a half and stuff like that. <laughs> so I've had my phone for like maybe maybe three years, I guess, up to, between three and five years. Um, and I leaned against a countertop with the glass facing outward, and and it, the corner of the countertop broke the glass. You know? Okay. So mm-hmm. no no functions, no no visual functions, right? So I call AT&T, which responded right well. They just said, you know, go down to the store. You have to, the way they do it now is instead of, they used to uh, extend your contract by a number of years. What they do now is they give you a phone, you pay for it, but they put you on a payment plan for X number of years. Right. If you come off the payment plan, you got to pay for a price. I'm cool right. with that. I don't need to do any shopping. So got the phone, <laughs> I, you know, I was uh, interesting. I, I rode my bike down there and I dropped my key and I reached to get the key and I burned my hand, not my arm, not very seriously, but mm-hmm. about the size of a, of a quarter or my pipe. And so I got the phone. They said, you want us to set it up? I said, no, no problem. I'm going to go home and you know, take care of this. Right. So when I get home, I realized that I have not oh, used wait, my wait, Apple. Wait, 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 wait. So you mean to tell me that they were going to set everything up for you? Well, they kind of did. They kind of okay. did, which they kind of messed me up, too, because I thought they had swapped the SIM card out, but uh, they didn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. She told me she was going to do it. She mm-hmm. took the new one out. She took the old one out, but she ended up putting them right back in the same place, which caused part <laughs> of the problem. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm here. I turn the phone on. It says, hello, hola, in a million different languages. It says, we need your... Uh, Apple ID, which mm-hmm. I use my email address. I, I'll, I don't care, America. I'll let you know because I, I got cybersecurity. I, I, yes. They said, your password. I said, well, I tried a couple of times. And I said, well, as, as everyone in America does, they hit the forget password link, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and they mm-hmm. send you somewhere. You create a new password. Uh-uh. <laughs> wow. Uh-uh. So they said, here's what Apple did. They said, well, we're going to send you a link to the phone number we have on file which is my, my phone number, mm-hmm. which I couldn't get off the old phone because the old phone was cracked. Right. And I said, well, this isn't going to work. 
So they said, well, is there another Apple device nearby? I said, yeah, my wife. So I go to my wife's iPad. They said, there's a way you can do it. Uh-uh, because mm-hmm. it sends the front confirmation back to the old to the phone. Old, yeah, 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 yep, yep. Okay, so finally, I said, well, look, I need to reset my my um, my uh, my password. They said they have to do it in the store. I go to the Apple store, and there's about <laughs> 10, 12 people in line, so I figured they got appointments, they want to buy phones, they want to buy products, this and that. I told the dude what I wanted, he said, well, you're going to need to get a receipt for the phone. He says, it's an AT&T store right across around the corner. You can bring that back. Then we'll set you up with an appointment. I said, <laughs> why, why I need an appointment? I'm standing right here. It's, you know, this is 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm standing here. Why do I need to set up a trip for me to come in the future? He said, I got an appointment for you at 4.30 this afternoon. I said, uh-huh. But it's but 10 o'clock here, in the morning right? now, and I'm right here. All you got to do is just hit the reset button, and, I, and I'll be on my way. Right. And, and, and they said, well, we're going to have to set up an appointment. Or you can try one of our authorized uh, dealers, right? They can try. So they said they sent me the Best, best Buy's authorized dealer. I said, okay. okay. So I make an appointment Rep- with Best company. Buy. Yeah, reputable That's company. Right. Yeah. For the, for the next morning, and uh, I read the fine print on the, uh, the uh, confirmation, and it said, you will need your Apple ID and password to honor this appointment. <laughs> but I'm making the appointment because I don't have my password. Right. Okay, so we're in day two now. So I go back and and I try every password that I know, right? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, let me, again, I'm getting worked up here. I'll, I'll, I'll encapsulate this. So finally that afternoon, so this started uh, Wednesday evening. So Thursday afternoon, I'm online, you know, trying to do my Apple ID and still haven't been able to use the phone now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my mm-hmm. phone's been mm-hmm. dead for two days. Yeah, yeah. So finally, been paying, it said, been paying this phone, paying on this phone been, for two whole days, and hadn't been able to use it. <laughs> oh, and let me, wait a minute. There's, far, there's something to do with that in there too. But okay, so finally, the Apple. This is all automated. It said finally, you can we can reset your Apple ID, mm-hmm. but it won't be immediate. No. I said, well, you know, this hasn't been immediate, so yeah, I, I do whatever it tells me to do to reset the Apple ID. It says to me. You will be able to reset your password in three days. <laughs> wow. In three, three days? Days? I'm just resetting my password. I'm not like doing an engineering change. Just well, you know, right. any other place well, you go. And, and any other password you need to reset usually happens immediately, whether it's your online right. banking, whether it's, you know, your, your, your target red card online thing. Like you can reset <laughs> a pa- your email. You can reset a password rather simply. And, Why does it take Interestingly, it? I don't know, because to, just to get to this point, I had to ver- do the verification. I had to verify my email address. I had to verify the bank account that the Apple, uh, the storage, the iStorage, the iCloud stuff comes out every when I need more storage. Yeah. Automatically comes from a bank account, which they had no problem doing the very next day. They had no problem coming in and getting the money from my iCloud. They knew that it was me then when they wanted the money. They had no, they didn't ask me for any verification. They said, give me the money. And I didn't said, need, okay. You didn't need but an appointment to, to make a payment. <laughs> didn't need an appointment to make a payment. But it took three days from it took from Wednesday night till Sunday. And it gave me a countdown, Claude. It t- at 8.29, you'll be mm. able to reset. And then I go to check. In five hours, you'll be able to get your countdown. Wow. The only, the only saving grace for Apple in this case was the second time I called support. The first time was the young lady who sent me the Best Buy. Right. <laughs> the, like, yeah, you're going to see The second time, 
I talked to a guy who talked me into a back door and I was able to use the phone, accept calls, make calls and send texts, but I had no contacts, no apps, but he was able to get me at least that far. Right. So I thank him. Nice. I would give his name publicly, but they'll probably fire him for helping the, helping the customer. <laughs> right. right. They're going to so. fire the customer service guy for doing something to help a customer <laughs> while, while okay. you know, he was on right. account. I've been it. I've been it. Okay. That's why that was, that's my, that's my drama. I counted down too. I was waiting every, you know, 30 seconds left. Tick tock, tick. Yeah. 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 You can reset your password. Which your phone drama. On wall right. Yeah. Now the password's. <laughs> Your phone drama, way less than mine. I had to get a new phone at the bottom. It was cracked. And, you know, if you aren't uh, careful, you can cut your fingers on it. And so I was like, all right, well, oh, yeah. let's go ahead and get a new phone. So I get one um, and, 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 and I get back uh, in the car. Well, we, so, so we go to the T-Mobile store. I purchased the phone that I want. They are going to transfer all the data and apps and stuff over from the old phone to mm-hmm. the new one. And it says it's going to take about 30 minutes. We have a friend who was having a birthday dinner near the T-Mobile store, which is why I said I'll just get it this day. I said, okay, well, mm-hmm. we'll come back uh, after this dinner and pick up the phone and stuff. So leave, come back. Hey, Mr. Jennings, everything's done, et cetera, et cetera. I get the phones, go back in the car, cut the phone off. No text messages or calls for me, which I think is a little weird because, you know, I'm I'm not saying that I'm a man in high demand. I'm just saying that for you, me to you, go. But you are. Yes. For me for me to go two hours <laughs> without any kind of um, emails or text messages or calls is highly unlikely. So I was like, oh, you know, it's all good. And then anyway, I, I, I jump in the car and, and, and uh, we're driving home and then we get home and I'm like, huh. Still no text message or anything. Okay, whatever. So then um, I proceed to text message my mother uh, and, um, yeah, about family business. And then, uh, and so when um, I send it, it says, cannot go through. You're not on a sailor's network. I'm like, well, yes, I am. We just switched everything <laughs> over, you know, paid what I had to pay. You know, they did. They, so anyway, we go through this whole thing. I got to get the old phone on the, on, um, on the Wi-Fi here at home to make a call. So I call customer service. We're going through the, the whole situation. And she says, well, um, is the new SIM card activated? I said, well, you know, I was at the store. He said he's moved everything over. He's going to do the SIM stuff, you know, whatever. And she says, well, I'm looking at your account and your phone is still operating off the old SIM card, not the new one. But, but, but the new phone's the one that's active. So anyway, I open up the box, and there it is, a SIM card sitting right there. I'm like, well, do you know why you put the SIM card in? Like, because that's what makes the phone. She was like, yeah, I mean, I, I have no clue. She said, I have no clue why he wouldn't do it. But, you know, I can help you out. So they have these little, on the phone, I've got the, Salix, the Galaxy S21 Plus. And so you've got to push this pin part at the bottom to kind of like a, like a small little drawer that will pop out to put right. the SIM card in. Right. But it won't right. come out for me. She's like, well, you got to push it. You got to push it. I'm like, well, I don't want to break the phone. And so I'm pushing and pushing. It wouldn't come out. Eventually, we were able to get it out. You just got to push really hard. And I was like, well, I was thinking I was going to break the phone. She's like, you're not going to break the phone. So I'm like, yeah, well, you say that <laughs> until I break the phone. And then when I break the phone, you know, then I got to take it back. And so anyway, we get it open. We put the SIM card in. And she was helpful. I mean, she literally st- stayed on the line. Hey, Kevin, it took me maybe 12 to 15 minutes to get that drawer open. And and she was nice. She was like, mm. she was like, Mr. Jenny, I'll stay on the line with you as long as it takes for you know you to open that drawer. Because honestly, what difference does it make to her? She's getting paid by the hour. I just sat <laughs> right. on the phone with a dude for eight hours and couldn't open up the thing, and then it was time for me to go. Send him the best buy. Else. Exactly. And so we were able to get just it get open. Get rid of him. Yeah. But it was just so weird that the dude would forget the SIM card thing. You know what I mean? Like 
Why? Like, that's the first basic thing when it comes to these phones. I don't know. Well, it's not as bad as, as my people who took the SIM cards out of both phones. All they had to do was swap them. <laughs> but no, they took them out and put them right back into the same phone. It doesn't make any sense. Because I witnessed them take them out. I saw them take them out. Right? You know, right. I'm just assuming they go there. You know, it's, it's my God. Yeah. <laughs> was, and, I, and I go back mm-hmm, to my original statement. When mm-hmm. the dudes hacked the pipeline, when the dudes hacked the meat plant, both of them had easier times than it was dealing with these phones. Oh, 100%. I, I just, 100%. I don't yeah. understand. I don't not, not even close. They both had easier times. You know, I didn't spring this on you, but we, ta- you know, we, we talked a lot about the football team. Um, but uh, one other thing, I want, uh, two other things I want to uh, kind of bring up. One is heavy. One other one's a little light. The first one is the heavy one. Uh, and we didn't talk about this pre-show, but I do wonder your thoughts. Um, again, we hadn't had a show since this happened, but Naomi Osaka deciding not to continue uh, in the French Open due to, she said, you know, uh, anxiety, mental health uh, issues and since 2018, been dealing with depression. He gets real nervous doing stuff with the press. The, like, I, apparently she, you know, she said she wasn't going to do any kind of press availability, but was fine doing it after everything was over, after the tournament. Just didn't want to do it after each match and things like that. Um, and then it becomes this big deal. So then she says, well, you know what, fine. The reason I don't want to do it is because of, you know, mental health stuff. And I'll just drop out so I'm not the big story. And I think the next tournament coming up, not Wimbledon, but there's another one before, she also dropped out of that one and said she's just not going to participate mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that with players and mental health? Because, I mean, I mean, I even look at basketball. I'm not the biggest Kyrie Irving fan, but Kyrie will take two or three days off. It's like, I'm just not coming. I'm not playing. I'm not coming in, and I, I need some time <laughs> right. away. I need to breathe and clear my head, and I'll be back. And people do that in every other job, you know, in every other profession for the most part. You know, they take maybe take a mental health day or if they just need a day off, they take it. But when athletes do that, we kind of feel like, you know, like, well, you shouldn't because you're getting paid a lot of money. Well, a lot of people get paid a lot of money and still take days off um, mm-hmm. in the middle of work. What yeah, are your thoughts yeah. with that about that? Well, I, I'm I'm agreeing with you 100 percent that that they have a right to do that. And and she understood that there's responsibility to her sponsors and to her fans and to, to uh, pro tennis. But it was obvious to me by the initial reaction when, you know, she decided to, that she didn't want to do it, that they didn't care about her best interest. Mm -hmm. Their best interest was the game, (laughs) you know, you know, and the players were, they looked at me like they thought the players were disposable. And um, so I said, good for her. Right. You know, because money isn't everything. I mean, you know, she has an athletic, um ability that a lot of people wish they had mm-hmm. and people are just jealous and they said well if i was that talented i'd play for free no you wouldn't no you wouldn't you would no you <laughs> no, wouldn't nobody no. would but no absolutely not but you know what that what you know this was something that i haven't heard anybody mention and you know when when venus first broke on the scene you know venus was playing for a couple of years before uh serena stopped competing professionally mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. richard williams their dad was center stage all the time first and foremost so much stuff that so much so much that he became the story a lot of times Mm -hmm. and i see what he was doing now he was the Mm -hmm. buffer he was making himself the story so they could play with that it was first of all it was going to be enough pressure on them being black and being that good right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i remember I remember Venus. Remember when they used to wear the bees? They used to wear the braids and the beads oh, all yeah. the time. Her, mm-hmm. bre- her bees broke and fell out on the court, and she had to clean them up. 
and and the line just was chastising her. You know, mm-hmm. like she mm-hmm. did it on purpose, right? You know, right. So yeah. I'm saying all that to say uh, they had the benefit of a of a buffer, and you when when uh, I wonder if that's I wonder if you, lady, do, you, do you do you feel like that maybe that's also what Levar Ball was doing too. Um, kind of being the buffer and his own son's promoters, and I mean, he was a, a, really loud and obnoxious. I mean, you know, uh, he, yeah, Mr. Mr. Williams he, wasn't that way, but he, I think he did until until he just got a taste of. They said like when a, you know people keep a pet tiger when they taste blood, you got to kill them. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm not saying <laughs> that you should have killed the far ball, but <laughs> right. but once they get that taste, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just they can't get away from it. But you know when uh, when Naomi remember when she beat being, uh, Serena the first time mm-hmm. and she was almost in tears like mm-hmm. like you know, she was happy but she had done something wrong right yeah, you know yeah yeah you know remember that and and I said well, well wasn't that a ma- wasn't wasn't that a match where Serena kind of got into it with the line judge one of the matches yeah. she got into it with the line and I think that had a lot <laughs> yeah. to do with it too where it was like I didn't want to win like this you know what I mean right, exactly and it was a whole exactly. emotional thing because Serena was pissed that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this young lady, she has to endure all that. I mean, she got to endure things to the level that we we can't understand, right? Mm-hmm. And and someone has to look out for her. You yeah, know, if, yeah. if if the game won't do it, then she at least you know it was a a cry, you know, yeah, a cry yeah. a, a cry for help. And here and here's why it's like you know I take her side on this whole thing because it's not like she has this reputation for being a jerk or prima donna or a diva and she's nasty with the media. She's normally really good with the media. She's honest. She speaks her mind. She speaks on social issues. I mean, she's always really good. And so I'm thinking, well, this it's got, I mean, obviously it's that, you know what I mean? And which number one was kind of shocking that she actually has anxiety talking to the media because she's so good with it. But it's right. not like, so when she made the initial statement, like before she opened up about it being mental health, when she first said, I'm not going to be talking to the press at the French Open, you know, oh, oh, all the best, it's like, whoa, 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 people. She always talks and she's always good. You know, maybe there's something deeper than that. Then when she finally said, well, this is why, you know, and, and I guess she just didn't feel like dealing with it. Like, and since you guys didn't trust me, or backlash, I'm just going to drop out altogether, whatever. Yeah. And you know, the fact... Yeah, the fact that it was the French too, you know, I, I hate to perpetuate stereotypes, right? But <laughs> a lot of stereotypes are based in French and in French. In truth, uh, yeah, the French people are, are like that. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about the society, like individually, French people. I've met some French people, the coolest people you ever want to meet. So smooth, mm-hmm. so cool, right? You know, mm-hmm. but but I've heard stories of of people like going to a French restaurant and trying to order in French. They took some high school French trying to order and, and the waiter turning his nose up at him. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how you say that. That's that not how you say that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it might've been, it might've been a little different at the Australian open or, or even at Roland Garros. Right. But, but uh, it was in France and let's see how, how tennis rebounds from this because I mean, I've heard some voices, right. You heard from a, you heard from like Martina Navratilova, right? Mm-hmm. You, you've heard uh, from a Billie Jean King, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard from our own buddy Liz Clark, <laughs> right? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, love so, Liz Clark. Right, right, right. So let's see, you know, the ball. <laughs> Listen, the ball's in their court now, <laughs> right? <Check that> out. <laughs> the ball's in their court now, and I wish the best for this young lady, right? And 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 her mental health is much more important than the game, mm-hmm. much more important, right? You know. And by the but way, Federer, I love. I love I love this type of control that athletes are starting to take over their own career. You know what I mean? Yes, As opposed yes. to letting 
owners and associations and leagues and fans dictate what they do. It's like, well, no, 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 no. I'm a person too. These are the same fans, these fans, these are the same bozos who will throw, you know, water bottles at you, spill popcorn all over you when you try to walk out of the daggone arena. So who cares about what they have to think? And these owners are the same, and these owners are the same ones who, yeah, will pay you a lot of money, but the minute you tear your ACL and can't come back, you're cut or you're traded. So whatever you got to do to take care of yourself and your mental health, you are a person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and so take care of yourself and, 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 and hold these people and these things accountable. I mean, they're, they're people. They don't need to be treated. And Absolutely. You, you know what? And again, yes, they get paid a lot of money, but there's a lot of people in this world who gets paid a lot of money and they still make sure that they are taken care of. So that's, that's right. What we, that's, Absolutely. that's what we're about. There, there we go. Right. Um, now, the other thing I want to talk about something, and again, this is the federal football report. We talked about mini camp. Okay. So now we're going to talk about other stuff. The, uh, the other thing that's specific <laughs> to, to DC, I have, a, I have a new name. For the Washington football team. Okay. We can, All we right. can call them. I think, I don't know if we should say Washington, but maybe we can do DMV, but we're going to stay Washington. They should be the Washington Cicadas. Okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, the Washington Cicadas, because when you look at it, we, we, we do only become relevant every 17 years. I mean, that's, and, true, and that's one thing. And then the second, true, I mean, and, and they're here and they're, but no, I mean, have you now, it, it depends on where you are here, where I am in silver spring, it's cicada city. And I've got, mm-hmm. I've got work at certain radio stations in Rockville and elsewhere. And it's cicadas everywhere. But my sister lives in Waldorf. Um, uh, and there's no cicadas in Waldorf. I've been down in Washington, D.C. and downtown D.C. for like dinners and stuff like that and, and feeding the homeless. No cicadas anywhere to be found. And I literally live just 10, uh, maybe 15 or 20 minutes outside of downtown D.C. Where, where we do this. In Fort Washington, are there cicadas? All, all over the place. And it's interesting because I live in a wooded area and across the street, I would say three weeks ago, you can hear them singing but there were none on my side of the street. I mean, literally, <laughs> they were on one side of the street. And mm-hmm. they slowly started migrating over. And now it's, it's to the point where my family doesn't even want to go outside, right? Yes, because they're not, yes. They're not the animal lovers like I am, right? <laughs> you know. But they cover the garage door at night for some reason. They just, they're like, well, for, well, one thing, they know that this is where we record the federal football report. I know they hear that, <laughs> right? So they just, like, they lined up trying to get a glimpse of me as I go out the door, right? You know, but... But yeah, is there, is there a light? Over. Is there a light outside of your garage door? Yeah, but they That's don't like there at night. They don't hang around the light. They just hang oh. around the flat area of the door, right? Which is oh, really okay. strange. And and you know, uh, I remember vividly the past because I'm old enough to remember the past two invasions, right? And uh, this was the worst. This is the That's worst. I mean, I'm telling you, the last time they were here, 17 years ago, I don't even remember them. I remember, I remember about. I remember that they were here and people were talking about them. I don't remember even encountering any cicadas 17 years ago. Yeah, that my granddaughter finds them extremely funny, though, right? You know, because you got to kind of teach kids to fear things, but when, especially when they follow <laughs> their back and can't and can't get up, that's just hilarious. <laughs> right? Well, that's another thing, and 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 so I'm I, I'm I'm going to uh, the grocery store, and in the in the grocery store parking lot, uh, in this little shopping center where uh, one of the ones that I go to, there's a daycare center there. And the kids are outside. I was thinking that the kids wouldn't be outside because of the cicadas. As I, so, but, I, but there are two different worlds. I see adults going into the grocery store, ducking and dodging. <laughs> look like they're playing hopscotch because they don't even want to step on any. They're screaming and, and wiping stuff off of their hats and their shirts because cicadas are just attacking them. And then I look down the parking lot at the daycare center, and kids are picking them up. And, and, and sharing them with their friends, and they're all looking at them, and they're releasing them back into the sky. I, it looked like there was 
three cicadas that were flying away from this one boy <laughs> who was just running after him and grabbing him out of the air. They're trying to get away from the kids. What is it about these things that the kids love and adult, we're afraid of them. And, and here's the thing. I told my wife the other day, could you imagine if cicadas actually were trying to attack us? They're not even attacking anybody. They're just flying around and sometimes land on us. They're clumsy. And so they yeah, land on us and they land weird. awkward and hard. And so, and so, and we're scared to death. Imagine if they were attacking. Just imagine man. what that would be like. It'd be like a horror movie, man. It'd be so funny. But <laughs> yeah, they're just out of shape, man. If they see the cicadas that went to OTAs, right? You know, although they're optional, mm-hmm. right? You know, <laughs> you know, like if they had like a mini camp every, let's say every 12 years to get ready right. for the seven year return, <laughs> they'd be all, they'd be all right. But no, 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 they don't, you know, they don't want to get in there, get that conditioning in, man. So it's, it's definitely cicada, uh, cicada cardio thing. So I like that name, the cicadas. You put that el- the emblem on the side of the helmet, man. Instead of a theme song, just had that that dull roar. You know everything. That, that, that might work. That Imagine might that work. sound every single time it's third down. It's like third and six. And, and, all you, and that's all you heard through the loudspeakers at the stadium. That would do it. That would do it. That oh my would goodness. do it, man. Crazy. Yeah, that would do it, man. Hey, look, so, yeah, so, so so much going on here. Kevin, anything else you want to talk out, talk about? I, oh, yeah, I, you know, by the way, shout out to the TK Littles podcast. Um, they were in Vegas with our boy and took a picture. Yeah, boy Ryan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to those guys, man. They got a chance to hook up. Good for them. Yeah, well, hopefully, uh, instead of going to a game, when I go out for my birthday in, in October, right, uh, Ryan uh, promised me a, a day on the town. I can't do a night on the town because I'm a happily married man, you know. But uh, he promised <laughs> me a, a, a day on the town, right, and uh, tickets to all kinds of sporting and entertainment events. So, we're, you know, now that we've told the world, Ryan, I'm holding you up. <laughs> I'm holding you to that. <laughs> holding holding that. up to that. Yeah, yeah that'll and be look, fun. we, we got to give another shout-out to our friend, and I do say this, you know, with all due love, our friend Julie Donaldson, right? Oh for yeah, of course. Spending the time to join us on the on the international broadcast, which I might say went extremely well. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. I was almost yeah. in South America. I mean, the technology. Look, we can do a podcast, and I'm almost in South America, but they couldn't reset my password. Let me wait a minute. Okay, I'm not- <laughs> I-, I digress. <laughs> well, here's the thing about that, though. I mean. You know, um, as fancy as a place that you guys stayed at, of course the Wi-Fi is going to be good. That place was too it fancy was, not to have good Wi-Fi. It was great. It was great. It was awesome. And she was awesome. She, you know, She's she made it a point. We, you know, we, of course we had to do it at her schedule, but she made it a point and her team made it a point to contact us and confirm everything. And she was like, a, what, two minutes late and came in all apologetic mm-hmm. because she, yeah. believe it or not, she had other things to do. <laughs> right? around and talk to us. <laughs> but, but the way she just opened up, man. And I know, you know, I know, you know, Julie is, um, you know, she's great. You know, she, she's great with the fan base. Right. And, mm-hmm. and just the way she opened up about, about things, about her relationship with the fans, about her relationship with the media, being a part of the media, about her relationship with the old regime. Mm-hmm, you know, that mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. I was, and you was, you were asking the in-depth reporter questions. Like I said, oh man, well, Claude doesn't make her mad and she hangs up on us, but no, <laughs> she was, <laughs> no, of course not. no, I mean, you know, no, because it, it was it, great. She, she, it's obvious. Um, you know, the thing that I like, I love about Julie and you can, you, and you hear it, uh, you can hear it on our interview. You can hear it, uh, and see it really, um, on television with those, with the show she does there. And even when she's on uh, every week doing the play by play during the season, um, is that yeah? She loves football and she loves the game and loves the and, and, and uh, like she's a football fan and loves sports. Um, but she acts like she cares about mm. the fans and cares about the, the the way the team is. 
presented and the way that the team is received and the and, and the perception that the fans and uh, and others have on the organization there's a there's a care there that goes beyond just loving football or loving sports or even or even just the team she really does care about it and you can tell you can tell yeah absolutely absolutely and and we mentioned earlier about uh like a little thing like chase young not being at the otas Last year, well, it wasn't really OTAs last year because of COVID, but in prior years, if someone skipped the OTAs, it was like Chicken Little and the sky was falling, right? <laughs> it was just, remember, they were accused of, like, leaking this, leaking that out, mm-hmm. and there's none of that now. None there's of none of that. None she, of squ- mm-hmm. she squelches all that. It's mm-hmm. all professionalism, and and it's just, you know, she's a she's a joy. She's, she's just a joy to have, and uh, she's a joy to get to know. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, hopefully the fans will get a chance to, to know her and, and love her for a long, long time. Yeah, and hopefully we can get her to come back on the show at some point uh, in time. Uh, uh, yeah, but, yeah, if you missed that interview, go back and listen to it uh, on the previous episode of the Federal Football Report. Kevin, you got anything else you want to hit on? No, I'm just, um, you know, quite happy to be doing this, right? <laughs> because, you know, we we um, uh, it's not as easy to put these shows together as people might think or as, as other people's shows are. Because we want to give them a quality product. We don't want to be spending something out there just to be putting it out there. So, you know, it's very therapeutic for me, right? You mm-hmm, know, we have mm-hmm. a, we can, uh, you can listen to everybody else and then you can uh, come here and find out the facts. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and coming up on the next episode, we've got to get you to, to review a movie that you haven't seen. We've got to get you, oh, ooh, yeah. we should get you to review a movie that's coming out this uh, summer, like late summer or, or, or August. But but obviously it's months ahead of time and you haven't even seen it. We've got to figure out a movie for you to. Remember. Oh, I, I know I've known the movie I haven't seen yet. I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> you know we're running out of time. I'm definitely going to do it, but I know it. I've, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to see it between now. It's the latest in the uh, uh, Fast and Furious franchise. Fran- oh yeah, uh, Fast Fifty, it whatever it is. Yeah, Fast yeah. Fast lot of them. But yeah, uh, <laughs> so that's coming up on our next installment, definitely. So tune in for that because I Kevin's definitely will not see movie. it. Yeah, and he's not going <laughs> to not see it. And he's going <laughs> to review the movie. That's coming up next time on the Federal Football Report. Kevin, you are the best, my man. Yeah, man, no, you are, man. We can debate that on the next show as well. Yeah, we'll debate that as well. <laughs> <laughs>